This is a download from News Talk 106 to 108. To download other programmes or for more information, go to newstalk.ie. All right, uh, well, the hero has arrived in the nick of time to save the homesteaders. It is Philip Malloy. Philip Are the wagons in the circle? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the programme. Thank you, sir. Hey, my former friend, uh, rugby coach Eddie O'Sullivan, it was a great phrase of his we'll ha- when they lost a match. Are we saying former friend, are we? We were well, former coach of the Irish team. I see, okay. He used to say we have to circle the wagons. The wagons, yeah, yeah. That was a great phrase of his. Yeah. Or get back on the... It was a horse or a bike or get back on something. Anyway, you're here to talk movies. Mm. Most importantly, Mm. a lot of new releases. Are any of them any good? Well, okay. uh, A few of them are interesting. There's one called The Guest and... um, it's it's I suppose it's it's a it's a mixture of things. It's a kind of a twisty uh, home invasion movie. It's a chase thriller, and most of all, it's a kind of a star vehicle for um, Dan Stevens of Downton Abbey uh, fame. Dan Stevens of Downton Abbey, right, who was okay. killed a few years ago on, on Christmas Day. Remember that? Yeah. Okay. Well, he plays this 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 character called David, and he's a kind of a a, a gentlemanly ex um, special operations veteran who turns up at the home of this this kind of bereaved family in New Mexico, uh, 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 having served time with the son of this family in Afghanistan. And he says that he, 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 he left, he was in, the, the son died in his arms and he, he told him that he'd come to the family and tell them that he loved them and all this kind of stuff. Anyway, uh, rather than go move to a hotel, they, um, yeah, they ask him to stay with them. So he stays with them and all kinds of things sort of happen. Now, the interesting thing about this is that it's, I suppose it's a kind of mashup of different sort of genres. It's essentially a B movie, but he is absolutely amazing in it. Um, first of all, he's much different. He has black hair, uh, as you know. In Downton, he had blonde hair and blue eyes. Um, he's much skinnier than he was in Downton. And uh, of course, there's the inevitable uh, throwing off of the shirt scene at one stage, and he lo- he's incredibly well built. Okay, and he has an American accent, and he sure. has a very very believable American accent. He oh. actually has a southern accent and uh, so all of that is there and uh, I, I think he runs the gamut from this 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 returning soldier a kind of surrogate son to a potential psychopath eventually now hope, this is like this is not a new idea in no, a sense we no. had the fella come back from the civil war no, absolutely do you remember yeah. Yeah. then we had the one of 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 the wasn't it the boy or something who came back and mm. said he had lost his memory when he was away or That's something? That's right, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and the family... So the idea of the no, returning not, stranger right. you're, you're, is no, you're, not you. You're not, you're not, except halfway through this, it almost becomes a different movie and there's a twist. Okay, okay don't give away. I'm not giving anything away. Uh, there's a twist halfway through it, but the thing that actually provides the kind of skewer for the movie, the thing that, that the whole thing is... is is wound around is Dan Stevens's performance, and there's a, there was a there was a report this week in various trade papers uh, saying that he was in the running to play Snake Pliskin, and Snake Pliskin is the uh, Kurt Russell character in Escape from New York, right. and yeah. he was in the running uh, to 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 play. Why is in the running? In, Na- to well, what, in the running to play Snake Pliskin in this remake of it. Now, if you think about Matthew Crawley, the character in. Yeah. He's as far from Snake Plissken as you could imagine. But after you see the guest 
after you see the guest, it becomes much okay. more believable. That was Escape from New York. No, Escape from New York. All yeah. right, okay, that's very good. So, so now, you have news at Downton Abbey. Yeah, okay. First of all, uh, Downton Abbey is, it'll premiere, it'll, it comes back with a, a 90 minute premiere episode on uh, Sunday night, three weeks. That's about the 21st, I think, of September um, at 9 p.m. And there was a, a trailer has been running um, on television since Monday, and there's a big fire in, the, I won't say much, there's a big fire in the house, and you get a glimpse of sort of new actors like Richard E. Grant and Anna Chancellor, um, who are appearing in it. Uh, it's, it's set in, uh, season five is set in 1924, which, as you know, is the period when uh, the first Labour uh, Prime Minister. Very uh, interesting period Ram- in British absolutely, history. Absolutely. Ramsay MacDonald takes over um, in the House of Commons. And um, as well as all that, Julian Fellows, who, as you know, sort of created and conceived the whole thing, he's said quite recently that it won't go on forever. It's not Perry Mason. And there have been suggestions that season five could be the last okay, season. Do you know what happened today mm. uh, about 50 years ago? The Lone Ranger ended its run on radio and it had run for 2,936 episodes. Wasn't that extraordinary? Yeah, they were were amazing. Um, You would have listened to those. No, no, I I didn't. Did you not? Did you listen to Perry Mason on the radio? No, I never listened to any of that stuff on the radio. Oh, Really? Um, okay. uh, was was Clayton Moore playing uh, the Lone Ranger at that stage? On the radio, I don't, yeah, know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but Jay Silverheels. Jay Silverheels played Tonto. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. I remember the comics, all right. And as well as that, then uh, while we're talking about Downton Abbey, uh, Boardwalk Empire is also coming back on Saturday, the thirteenth of September. Good news. And uh, it's the it's series uh, it's it's series five, isn't it? And uh, it's. It's set now. They've moved forward to 1931 uh, at a time when you well know um, the Great Depression had sort of taken uh, hold in America. So that's that's where we are. And again, this is the last series of Borough. All right. Okay. 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 So uh, that's that. Then uh, there's one um, I spoke. I don't know if you remember, George, an Indian actor called Om Puri. Do you remember him? Om Puri. Uh, You you know the face, a very kind of lived in face with a big nose. I spoke to him this afternoon on the phone and he's in this new movie with Helen Mirren called The Hundred Foot Journey. And basically it's the story of this stubborn Mumbai restaurateur um, who's whose business is basically lost in in a in a fire and he decides to to move to 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 France and in this kind of in this village this kind of bucolic uh, village in France he opens an Indian restaurant and the Indian restaurant is a hundred feet away from this Michelin uh, star restaurant run by this pernickety sort of haughty um, woman played by Helen Mirren so it's about the two of them that's a nice story the two of them going to is it good going to war with each other it's a gentle sort of comedy. Yeah. I like gentle comedy. <laughs> I just do. Okay. I just like gentle yeah, comedy. Yeah, Can okay. I bring you back again? Something which I yeah. think was gentle and I loved yeah. is uh, uh, Tammy uh, Jones, what's his name? Tommy Lee Jones, yeah. married to a uh, multi-Oscar <laughs> winner, what's her name? Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. Yeah. I was a gentle comedy and I thought no, it was no, wonderful. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is, uh, this is, is, is different from that kind of thing in that he arrives, the Ampuri character who's the father of this family he arrives with his 
his whole family, about four kids. And one of them, um, especially uh, a young fella, is this sh- this gifted chef. So um, he basically is the uh, he's he's the center of the operation. All right. Okay. And there's two love stories and it, it, it works quite All well. Right. And the love stories then are based on a West Side Story, like where you have well, the, there's an, yeah, there's, the, the kind there's of two element. gags like yeah, that. Yeah, there's an element. I, I tell you, the more these stories go, the more they're the same. Um, I, I'm really interested in something called sex, sex tape. tape. Has well, that got past well, the censor? Well, if you see it, you wouldn't be that. It's what they call an R-rated comedy in America. Oh, right, Stars okay. Cameron Diaz and Jason Segal. And a couple of years ago, they had a big hit with a, a movie called Bad Teacher. And this has already been uh, pronounced um, a, a big failure in, in America's sex tape. They play this married couple. Uh, they've mar- married for 10 years. The relationship hasn't been going so well. And what they decide to do is to, is to, to try... To Don't try, say it now! To try every position in the joy of sex manual. And... <laughs> and they've filmed it. Know, they've filmed it in an intense kind of three-hour uh, operation. Okay, the problem is, is the uh, the tape disappears, so they have to go. To but the, now the, the interesting thing here is yeah. that here is funny enough. I just mentioned two minutes ago Tommy yeah. Lee Jones yeah. and Meryl Streep yeah. about a marriage that's on the rocks after yeah. ten years. Yeah. Here it's done beautifully yeah. in that movie, and clearly here the same story is done very badly. Yeah, it's it's very poor. I have to say um, it, it's forced it's it's um, it, you know it, it really has nothing going for it very little sort of personality right, okay. the kind of things that you'd expect from, from this also opening then Our Life of Crime which is uh, which believe it or not Jennifer Aniston is in with that lovely American actor from Deadwood John Hawks and that's based on an Elmore Leonard story uh, a switch uh, uh, Elmore Leonard fan, uh, fans out there would remember the book switch there's a Hitchcockian thriller before I go to sleep with Colin Firth uh, Mark Strong and Nicole Kidman and then another comedy called They Came Together a kind of You've Got Mail type romantic comedy with Paul Rudd and Amy Poehler so they're all they're all um, now when you say Hitchcockian thriller what do you mean well it's sort of built around the kind of values that those the great sort of Hitchcock films had in this case um, it's about a woman uh, played by Nicole Kidman who wakes up every morning Having forgot, having forgotten everything um, up to that day. So every morning she keeps waking up oh, right, and okay. f- forgetting. Uh, I, I find that these days happens to me. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you do. And uh, but uh, so so it's okay. she's she's had an accident years before and she's never gotten over it. So uh, the idea is: is it a real? Is her condition real, or is someone creating this sort of situation right. that she finds herself? Some in? great questions. Do you yeah. know when season five of Justified is going to come back, or well, season four of Trem? Or Treme. Treme, Treme, yeah. They um, own a core constant. I don't know about Justified. Just, Justified is very sort of problematical in that uh, we've discussed this before, George. Uh, I th- okay, the only um, s- s- um, service to show it on this side of the Atlantic was TG Car, believe it or not. So I don't know when it's coming back there. I actually looked it up. I, I've just uh, been basically looking it up to buy the box set. And uh, I looked it up and the box set isn't out in the States. That's for Series 5 isn't out in the States yet. So. All right. Uh, have you been watching Gomorra? It's uh, an Italian series about the Naples Mafia. Dave yeah. Vembali Firm. Yeah, it's, it's, actually, you know, it's actually based, George, on a, um, uh, a feature film uh, that was 
that was set um, in that area and in that period. A really good feature film. It was called Gamora as well. So I've seen the film, but I haven't been watching All the right. TV series. Aidan and Donegal, I have no idea why he wants to know is the newsroom coming back. But well, the newsroom, it, no, the newsroom is coming back. Is for, it any good? No, it's is coming it? back. The I newsroom. gave up. Jeff Daniels. Yeah, I gave Newsroom is coming back for a third series, but the third series is is it. That's the final one. All right, okay. It's, it's written again by uh, Aaron Sorkin. Paul uh, is saying, can you tell him when Sons of Anarchy is coming back? Well, I'll, I'll check it. I, I don't know when it's coming back, but it is coming back. Once again, an awful lot of these, pro, these programs, well-established programs, popular programs, are coming to an end. And uh, that's... That's is that and, good, yeah, Sons of Anarchy? Yeah, it's about a, a sort of motor, motorcycle gangs, uh, but um, there's all kinds of interesting stuff built into <laughs> into the relationship between these guys. All right, uh, stop sidetracking, Philip Knowles says. Ask him immediately about Gone Girl by David Fincher. Do you know anything about that? Yes. Okay. Gone Girl is based on, on a, a best, book. yes on a best selling book. Um, it's it stars Ben Affleck and Rosamund Pike. And uh, I actually I haven't read the book, but my wife read it while we were on holidays recently, and she really liked it. And uh, it's as you say, it's directed by David Fincher. It sounds really really promising. I think it's out in October here. All right. Uh, okay. So it's really worth looking forward to. Now you always tell me about how good HBO is for drama. Yeah, yeah. They've won that certainly I'd be interested in uh, called Trumbo. Yeah. Now uh, this is Dalton Trumbo who was who was blacklisted was. in the McCarthy era. Yeah. Dalton Trumbo, he was considered at that stage to be one of the best screenwriters in America. And uh, in 19, he was in the Communist Party. And in 1947, he was called before uh, what's called HUOC, which is the House on American Activities Committee. And he was asked basically to name to name names, in other words, to identify other people who had been in the Communist Party. And he refused to do it. He was cited for contempt of Congress and he was sent he was one of the Hollywood 10 who was actually sent to prison. I think it was for something like 11 months. He came out and he went to live in Mexico and he continued then to write scripts under assumed names. And he actually won two Oscars under assumed names. Ah. One of the names was Richard Rich. And he did all kinds. I put a, a list there in, on, your, on your note of some of the films that he did, George. And didn't receive uh, recognition for them until well, years I mean, after. This is unbelievable. Yeah, Lonely yeah. are the brave. Yes. Spartacus. Yes, yes. Now that means uh, Kirk Douglas must uh, have uh, sort of been well, well, uh, on his side. I yeah, would have no, thought. No, he yeah. was. He was on his side. Two people uh, in particular came out on his side. One was Otto Preminger, who uh, did the movie that you're always referring to, Exodus, and he gave him a credit at that stage, uh, and late fifties that was. And also then George or uh, Kirk. Douglas constantly take credit uh, for uh, acknowledging his participation in Spartacus, which was a Stanley Kubrick yeah. film. But all the other ones there, there as well. Okay, Papillon, he did. He did Executive Action. Remember Executive Action was the Burt Lancaster one. Yeah, but that was after he, That's right, he the con- came back. The, the Kennedy conspiracy. Yeah. Then, but, the, but look at the, the directors there, George. The Horseman and the Fixer. That's John Frankenheimer was working with him. Lonely Are the Brave, which Kirk Douglas considers to be his best picture, has always The Last Sunset, which is another uh, Douglas picture directed by the great Robert Aldrich and then Hawaii Spartacus as I say Roman Holiday again he didn't get credit okay. for for years after and uh, and th- th- that was an Oscar winner as well and yeah. Exodus. now the point being though yeah. that uh, 
David James Elliott, the Canadian yeah. actor. Yeah. Uh, he was in Jag. He's yeah. playing John Wayne in Trumbo. You're yeah. surprised why John well, Wayne no, is no, in no, it? No, okay. Because I'll I, explain I, I, to you why. Okay. Obviously, um, it's uh, it's set in in that that period, the late forties. Okay. And um, um, so uh, there are all kinds of other real life ca- head of Hopper, the gossip columnist, and she's going to be played by Helen Mirren. Edward G. Robinson is in. John, it. get back, John Wayne. J- John Goodman. Uh, he'll play this producer Frank King, who actually stood by Trumbo and helped him during the blacklist period. Now, the, what I'm saying is that there aren't, I haven't come across that many stories. Uh, Wayne was a notorious conservative, as you well know. and uh, But as, apart from that, he probably would have clashed on, on those grounds with Trumbo. But apart from that, um, I don't know of well, any Well, I'm going to tell you why tell you me, said it. He was president of the Motion Picture oh, yeah. Association, which was a notoriously right wing, but he didn't really get involved. The full to be name fair. of it, the full name of it was the Motion Picture Association for the Preservation of American Ideals. That's okay. it. But Hedda Hopper yeah. was a real uh, powerhouse, yeah. and she was an appalling. Yeah. Cow is yeah, the only yeah. way to describe her. Yeah. Uh, Wayne was the president, but to be fair to him, he didn't get involved in that blacklist no. or anything. But it was John Wayne's story for you. No, the, the, yeah, but just, just on yeah. that, um, John Wayne's, well, a very close friend who was Ward Bond, he was an absolutely appalling right winger, an, an awful He used to call people into his office yeah. and, and literally uh, sort of uh, demand that, that they, they proved they, they weren't that, coming. That's right. Unbelievable. Yeah. But can I give you my John Wayne go story? On, go on. I, I mean, I've been spent a week saying I want to tell Philip yes. this. Yes, go ahead. Hondo, great yes. movie. Oh, wonderful. With John Wayne. Yeah. But a fantastic choice of leading uh, woman, Geraldine Page. Yeah. Because she perfectly encapsulated the kind, you know, the woman. Because she Wayne was quite plain. Yeah, yeah. And Wayne had killed her husband. That's right. But she never washed. No, that's true. She never went had that's a fa- shower. That's, that's a famous story, yeah. And and uh, you're so he, he had awful problem. Um, he had awful problems kissing her. Yeah. <laughs> so the, well, not that there was that much kissing, but he does kiss her in it. And yeah, but he'd be close to her. Apparently, was, she according stink, to, yeah, she yeah according to the story I heard, yeah. she smelled like a goat. <laughs> I never heard to put that way, but she was famous apparently for. Re- okay. And she uh, and I don't know how they got on, but she was married for decades to Rip Torn. Remember Rip Torn? Yeah, she was who was great, great as Nixon in a in a television movie I That's saw right. one yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. All right, we have a competition going to break in which we have a Netflix subscription for the winner. Okay. The competition is: Can listeners identify this voice and tell us who he is talking to? I've taken the liberty of anticipating your condition. I brought you orange juice, coffee, and aspirins, or do you need to throw up? <laughs> you, the questions are getting too easy. Oh, 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 I, I just love that voice. I just love it, you know. And uh, so, should we say who it is? Well, I have a, te- in, in, uh, what you may call it, a tweet. We haven't picked a winner yet, but Declan Riley tweeted John Gielgud in Arthur. That's right. It's John Gielgud. He played the he played the butler Hobson um, in in Arthur, and it's Dudley Moore uh, that he's talking to. The movie is right. is from nineteen eighty. And the winner of the Netflix subscription is Shauna Hannigan from Nace. Well done, Shauna. Now, yeah, could I just say a word on on Gielgud? He didn't take the cinema seriously for decades and decades, and oh, as yeah. you know, he was a classically trained stage actor. And uh, but eventually, um, in the seventies and especially in the eighties, they began 
had to throw money at him. Okay, and uh, so he made something like twenty films in that decade. That'd be a, an average of two a year, and they included *Chariots of Fire*, *Gandhi*, *The Elephant Man*, *The Shooting Party*, which is a hugely underrated film, and plenty. And um, but he, he they offered him Hobson, and he turned it down twice, uh, basically because George he was afraid of the language. Um, right. I don't know if you remember the movie or not, but he speaks in this very sort of classically trained diction, uh, but he's, he's expressing quite harsh, <laughs> harsh <laughs> sentiments, you know. Yeah. So one works against the other and it works really very well. It, it is. It, I mean, I, I like, I didn't like Dudley Moore. I loved Dudley Moore with Peter Cook. Yeah. Uh, but I never liked him as a film actor. Yeah. The, the film is, is supposed to be a modern day reworking of uh, P.G. Woodhouse's um, uh, Jeeves and Wooster. And I think as that, it works really well. Yeah, I didn't like it anyway. But I liked uh, if you look back at some of the Pete and Dud yes, stuff yeah. from television in black and white extraordinary. Now, we were talking about John Wayne there mm. in that new HBO seri- film or series Trumbo. Um, the the uh, Andrew McLaglen. You have news. I, just before I come in, I just uh, learned that he has died. He died at the age of uh, 94. Andrew Milagan, as you know, is the son of the famous uh, Oscar-winning actor, uh, uh, Victor Midlaglen. Victor Midlaglen won an Oscar for The Informer. And, of course, he was nominated um, as Maureen O'Hara's uh, as Maureen O'Hara's older brother um, in The Quiet Man. And uh, <coughs> Andrew Midlaglen, he made five Five movies uh, with John Wayne and they talked about him, I mean, as if this was possible. They talked about him as a possible successor to John Ford uh, at one stage. But the Westerns he made were never in Ford's class, but they were entertaining. Uh, They were successful uh, at the box office. They were hugely popular and they were the five that he did with Wayne were Medlintock, um, uh, The Undefeated, Chisholm. Cahill U.S. Marshall, and he also then did a, a film called Hellfighters. Do you remember all those? I uh, remember them all, yeah. and uh, there was one of them I, I thought was okay. Yeah. Uh, which one was it? He uh, also did. He also did, actually the ones with well, the ones with with Jimmy Stewart were probably better. He did three with Stewart, four in fact with Stewart. But uh, Shenandoah is it was a huge Shenandoah. Yeah, okay. tremendous. He did one called with Maureen O'Hara again, by the way, called the Rare Breed, and a, one that I like called Bandolero. Do you remember that? Yeah. Dean Martin is in it with him. I like that. Yeah, actually. with James Stewart. And they threw they threw the bag of that's money right. up right. onto that's a right. kind of rafter that's, or something. That's right. yeah, I remember yeah. that. But and Raquel Welch was in Raquel it. Raquel Welch was in but, it. And George Kennedy in But I thought Andrew McLaughlin, particularly with Wayne, I, I know it was the latter end of uh, Wayne's career, but he he had Wayne playing too many ones for fun. You know, Wayne yeah. was involved in too many fun fights yeah. or sticking Maureen O'Hara over no, his well, that, knee yeah, and giving yeah, her yeah, a spanking. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. hated that. Yeah, that, yeah. that wasn't my one, John One of Wayne. the things about him, by the way, is that he actually learned his craft um, on television in America in the 50s when television was growing uh, at a vast rate. And, and I, I, one of the things about him was that he made an absolute... I don't know, he made hundreds and hundreds of, of series, especially um, episodes of uh, of Gunsmoke and uh, Have Gone Will Travel. He did something like 116 episodes of Have Gone Will Travel. Um, uh, but anyway, that's Andrew McLaughlin. All right. Uh, the uh, He did fight his father. Uh, I said to you before the program, he had fought uh, in a world title fight, but he fought the world champion. 
Jack Johnson, oh, uh, the great black, the first black yeah. world champion great, yeah. in an exhibition bout. Victor, his father, Victor McLaglan. Uh, so yeah, yeah, Andrew McLaglan was six foot seven, and the father was very tall as well. So he, you know, he was. Yeah, I just, um, I as I say, I thought he played Wayne too much for fun. You know, mm, yeah. can you recall the name of the Hitchcock type tr- thriller? A gunman returns to his hometown and takes hostages in the local courthouse. They were all people from his past who had affected his life. I remember that. Was it? Was it Glenn Ford? No. Glenn Ford was the guy returning. No, no. No, was Glenn, Glenn Ford, Ford never... in there? Was Glenn Ford in the in the courthouse? No. He All never, right. He never played that kind of role. Though. All right. Eamon Galway's just finished season two of Utopia. Thinks it's great. Oh, I Do never got into that. Did uh, you not? By the, by the way, we have a we have a, a, an inquiry, George, from a woman called Deirdre Tormey, uh, who's a big fan of the Hilary Mantel books, um, Wolf Hall. Oh, Hall, yeah. And bring up Tell the me about this, please. Yeah, bring up the bodies. I actually love Wolf Hall. I haven't, I haven't read the second one. And she uh, she asks um, when we're likely to see him on television. Well, they've just finished filming the books between May and July in six National Trust buildings in the southwest of England. And the plan is to broadcast them um, next year. Uh, as you know, Wolf Hall is about the, the, the meteoric rise of Thomas Cromwell in the Tudor court from blacksmith's son to Henry VIII's closest advisor. And it's a massive undertaking for the BBC. There's 102 parts um, in, the, in this wow. series. Okay. Cost £7 million to make and it'll run for six episodes. Now, look, just to quickly look at some of the cast. Damien Lewis is Henry VIII. Uh, the great British stage actor Mark Rylance is Cromwell. Jonathan Price, he plays Cardinal Wolsey. Claire Foy is Anne Boleyn. Anton Lesser, I don't know if you know him or not, but he's he has a running role in the Endeavour series, you know, the Young Morse series that's on. He has a running role as this kind of prickly superintendent in that. And he plays Thomas More and Joanne Whaley. Whaley remember her, Joanne yeah. Whaley? She plays Catherine of Aragon. So it really looks, hopefully the, the television version will be, well, half, half as good as the books. I've got an interesting text here from Mick in Wexford, but yeah. it says starting on the H2 channel. What's the H2 channel? What is starting on the H2 channel? Well, it's called, right up your street, George. It's called the World Wars. And there, it is right no, up your no, street. No, absolutely. What yeah. channel? It's it's on one of the Sky channels, isn't it? Oh, well, yeah. it's coming out on, on uh, Sunday night. I'll have to find it. Yeah, I saw it advertised last night. It certainly is, yeah. yeah All right. Yeah. Well, uh, what have we got in the picture show this week? Picture show this week. Uh, one of our guests is Dan Stevens, the aforementioned Dan Stevens. From um, Downton Abbey and, and, and now and, Hollywood. And, and guests and, and all kinds of other stuff coming up, including um, a movie with Liam Neeson called A Walk Among the Tombstones, which will be opening in a couple of weeks' time. This is um, Taken 5, is it? No, it's not taken five. It's I've seen it, and I've I'm 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 not allowed to say too much about it, but right. it's it's very impressive. Thanks for listening to this News Talk one hundred six to one hundred eight podcast. To download other programs or for more information, go to newstalk.ie.